The Tennis Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gam Podcast Network, presented by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including the Patreon-only NFL Win Total Contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgampodcast.com slash Patreon. And welcome, everybody, to the Tennis Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gam Podcast Network. It is currently early Sunday morning, August 6th. I'm your host, as always, Scott Rochelle, once again, going solo for this pod. Should be a fun one, but a bit of a short episode because we only have one match to go through. It is time to go through the men's final in D.C. in the City Open between Evans and Greekspor. So looking forward to breaking down that matchup. But before we get into any of that, want to take care of the usual business, which is starting off by recapping how we did in the last episode. A reminder, we had two episodes on Saturday. We already recapped what happened in the Kitzbühel final in the last episode. But we did go over the Los Cabos final as well as the two City Open semifinal matchups Saturday morning. So to go through that podcast, we ended up having a great episode, ended up sweeping. It was our first lock and dog sweep in a while. I know it's been a bit of a cold month. Hopefully you've stuck with me up to this point. But either way, point is hopefully we got back on track there after sweeping the picks. So going through those picks, we won the lock with Evans plus three and a half. At minus 115, I still can't believe Dimitrov was around minus 240 on the money line. I guess the argument was Evans played two matches yesterday, so fatigue was going to be an issue. But they were tied 2-2 in the head-to-head on hard court, and Evans and Dimitrov have pretty similar styles. And Evans was able to outlast Dimitrov in a pretty fun match, especially the second set. Even though it was a straight set win for Evans, that tiebreak was very fun. And you ended up seeing a lot of nervous moments for both players, or stressful moments for both players. But Evans kept his nerve the longest, ended up outlasting Dimitrov in the breaker, and he won in straight sets to help cash us the underdog play of plus three and a half. But as for the or that was a lock play, you know what I mean, with the underdog, plus three and a half. But for the actual dog, ended up going to Los Cabos, and we had Sitsipas to win in straight sets at plus 105. Anytime you give me a guy that's 11-1 and one in the head-to-head to win in straight sets at plus money, I'm going to take it blindly, and Sitsipas won in straight sets. First set was relatively straightforward. Second set should have been straightforward, but Sissi Paz never makes things easy on himself and had to make it a bit of a war there. He was up an immediate break in the second set and had a love 40 for a double break. So he had a couple of indirect match points early on in the second set, choked those away, then got broken immediately. So we were back on serve. And then Sissi Paz eventually broke once again and held in the final service game to win the tournament. Crazy fact, though, that was Sitsipas's first ever outdoor hardcore championship in the ATP level, which is insane to me because, once again, he was a top-five player, and he had never won an outdoor hardcore event, which I find hard to believe, but that's what the announcers said, and I'm going to take their word for it. But the point is, Sitsipas got over the hump, wasn't easy, but now he is 12-1 in one lifetime against Dimenauer, so nice winner there at plus money. Still couldn't believe it, but either way, thanks for the bad odds, odds makers. We appreciate it. So once again, swept the lock and dog picks. In addition to that, did very well on the leans. Starting off with the Evans match against Dimitrov, ended up recommending Evans on the money line at around 2-1, to one, which got there. Unfortunately, the over did not get there, like the over 2.5 sets at a pretty good plus price, but once again, Evans did win the tiebreaker, so Dimitrov fell a little bit short. As for the other match, ended up liking Greeks for plus the games, and we liked the over in games as well as the over in sets. All that got there. The one thing we got wrong in that match was that we thought Fritz would win, but he was around a minus 240, 250 favorite, and we said straight up there's no value on Fritz there. So we did 
Talk about Greeks more having value on the money line. Did not recommend it, though. So kind of a missed opportunity there. Did have the games, though. Did have the over, and that ended up working out. So overall, a really, really good episode, not just for the lock and dog picks, but we basically got all three matches right from yesterday's ETP schedule. So hopefully that carries over into the Sunday final. And speaking of which, it is time to actually get into the Sunday final. So starting off with the actual betting odds. Once again, I got a couple of books open, so there are conflicting odds so i'm going to pick one and work with it so starting off with the actual money line odds here greek sport is around minus 135 you can chop around though and find even worse odds if you actually wanted because greek sport on the money line on DraftKings, for example is minus 155 evans the other way though is plus 115 on one book plus 118 on the other book and i did find plus 125 on DraftKings. as for the over under in this match it's around 23 flat uh with the juice on the over over, the over is minus 111. The under is minus 109. You can find alternative lines, though, on FanDuel. And if you want to take 22.5, for example, you can get 22.5 over at minus 132 and the under at minus 102. So keep that in mind. Now, to mention the actual head-to-head matchups in the past, Evans is 2-0. They faced off two times last year, both on hard court and Evans won in straight sets both times. They faced off in, uh, to go through the actual order of matchups, they faced off in the ATP Cup. Uh, sorry, they faced off in uh, the Davis Cup, I should say. And you ended up seeing Evans win that one 6-4, 6-4. So apologies. I said ATP Cup, I meant Davis Cup. But either way, uh, Evans won 6-4, 6-4. And they faced off in Antwerp and Evans won 6-3-6-4. Both of them were last year, but both were indoor hardcourt, and this one's outdoor hardcourt, so slightly different. It is also worth mentioning that Greek Spore might be having the most underrated season out of anybody on the ATP level because Greek Spore has low-key already won two ATP titles this year, and he's looking for his third, and I feel like most people don't remember that. Now, he did win one of them right around New Year's, and he did win one of them in his home country on grass, so they are spaced apart. But the point is, Greek Spore might be on the verge of winning his third title this year, and nobody's really talked about it. He's a solid player, and I do think, once again, at the age of 27, he's in the top 40, could potentially crack the top 30. Keep an eye on him in the future. Not saying he's going to win a Grand Slam or anything, but I can see him potentially making a somewhat respectable run in the U.S. Open. Maybe a fourth-round appearance, for example, but he has been a solid player, and it feels like nobody's even acknowledged his existence, even though he's on the verge of winning his third title of the year. But anyway, uh, to go through the actual path of both players, so once again, Evans is up 2 nothing in the head-to-head. Relatively recent meetings, and Evans has not dropped a set in the process. But to go through the path of both players, uh, you're looking at it pretty even in terms of length of matches. You've seen Greek Sport go to two three-set matches, and Evans went to one. Uh, but to go through the actual path, Greek Sport beat Brody in straight sets, beat Monfi in three. Difficult matchup there, though, because it was delayed because of rain, so there was some suspension involved, which caused both players to have to reset. So a little bit of an interesting match there. Then he ended up beating Wolf in straight sets. Competitive, though, 7-5-6-4. And then beat Fritz coming back from a set behind and won that one in three. As for Evans, he lost a set in the first round to Barreri, and he's won the last eight sets because he lost the first set there in the first round, then beat Barreri 6-0-6-3 in the final two sets, then beat Shevchenko 6-4-6-3, beat Tiafo in a phenomenal performance there 6-4-7-5, and beat Dimitrov yesterday 6-3-7-6. So as of right now, Evans is in better form, 
And I do think that beating the likes of Dimitrov and Tiafo back-to-back are very impressive. Now, beating Fritz once again is impressive, and Wolf's a solid hardcore player too. So once again, a pretty even the distribution of just skill throughout both of their runs. And I think Monfi's better than Shevchenko, but I think that Barreri's better than Greek sport. So once again, it kind of balances out. But I do think you're looking at both players playing in solid form. I do think Evans has played better tennis than Greek sport up to this point. But I do want to mention a slight wrinkle or variable that needs to be talked about that occurred late in that semifinal matchup. But I got to start off by recapping what happened in the semis. So once again, Greek sport came back from a set down. And Fritz looked like he really ran out of gas. It wasn't exactly a shock. I mentioned it on the podcast, but Fritz had played two matches on Saturday. I saw two matches on Friday, sorry, including a three-hour marathon against Murray. So Fritz was gassed, and he won the first set. Greekspor made Fritz run around, and eventually Greekspor just wore Fritz down, which is why Greekspor was able, for example, to win the final four games in the third set. Fritz had nothing left in the tank, and you ended up seeing him get broken back-to-back service games. Is what it is. Nothing that Greek sport can do about it. Not his problem. And, you know, he was the beneficiary of a solid scheduling spot. But Fritz, for example, only won 64% of his first serve points, won 43% of his second serve points in the third set. So Fritz really just ran out of gas. And Greek sport definitely looked good, but I do think he was quite fortunate that he was facing off against a dead-tired player, which I don't want to call a bye, but it made Greek Spore's life a lot easier once he ended up winning that second set. Or I should say once he got the break in the second set because Fritz mentally was fried and physically he was cooked. And you could tell that Greek Spore was running him around the court, which is what he should do. And Fritz really had no good answer for it. As for Evans, he looked really, really good. I know I've roasted Dimitrov a lot on the show in the past year or so. Dimitrov looked good. Just simply put, I thought that he was having a very good tournament, and I thought that it was a great chance for him to potentially make a run to another ATP final and potentially win his first ATP title in a couple of years. But I knew in the back of my mind that Dimitrov should not have been a minus 240 favorite because he'll do Dimitrov things and he'll find a way to blow it. And Dimitrov did. However, I really can point to a specific instance where he completely fell apart. It just felt like Evans was winning a lot of the long rallies, and there were a lot of them. A lot of points that took a lot of shots, and I thought Evans was slightly better than Dimitrov. Dimitrov did have a couple of break points early in the second set to potentially swing the momentum, but he was not able to convert. In fact, it was in the first game of the second set. He had 15-40 and was not able to get the conversion. Evans did have a break point, though, at a two to one Evans and you ended up seeing Dimitrov fight that off. So I guess that cancels out Then each player held. And then Evans had an insane tie break and Dimitrov did short circuit a little bit on some unforced errors, but Evans played a really good tiebreaker. Not going to really take anything away from him there. So Dimitrov, I thought played pretty well. I didn't think his level was that bad. I just thought Evans was playing some really great tennis and he has all week. Once again, ever since he dropped the first set to Barreri, he flipped the switch. And it's a very impressive showing by Evans because you might remember he had the massive choke job in Atlanta against Kepfer because he ended up being up a break and love 40 with triple match point in the second set. And he choked it. And then on top of that, he was up a break in the third set and he choked that too. So Evans handed over a match and one of the most embarrassing choke jobs I saw all year. Then, of course, Offner came along a couple days later and said, hold my beer, and had one of the worst choke jobs of all time against Mulcan in Offner's home country, which I never really talked about 
on any of the other episodes, which I'm not going to spend much time on. But once again, when you're up six, four, five love in your home country with match point, that's one of the most embarrassing losses I've ever seen. But anyway, to go back to Evans, he could have potentially taken a really dark turn there after choking away such a winnable match and then falling behind a set immediately in D.C., it could have gone dark. You thought Evans might have rolled over against Brary, but he did the opposite. Instead, he's won eight straight sets. He's looked very good. The servant volley's been great. The slice has been very effective on the backhand. The forehand's been good. The serve has been a bit of a weak link, but it's still been pretty good for his standards. Evans has looked like the best player here, simply put. Now, the one thing I wanted to mention, which could explain some line movement in favor of Greek Spore, because you might be wondering why Greek Spore is favored in this matchup. Evans did tweak his knee a little bit, in that second set against Dimitrov. Now, he did not officially take an injury timeout. However, he did get some treatment on it, and it did seem to be bothering him a little bit. Then again, after that happened, he did not lose a game on serve, and he ended up winning the tiebreaker anyway. So Evans pushed through it. I'm not sure how bad the knee is, but just keep in mind that he did suffer a bit of a knee injury during the course of that second set, which could be a problem moving forward. Having said all that, I do think, once again, assuming Evans is at relative full strength, I think he's the better player. And I do think that when you're looking at the head-to-head between these two players, you have seen Evans thrive more often than not. I think that, once again, Greek Spore has had a good tournament, but Evans really does look like he's playing the best tennis that he's played all year. And I do think that Greek Spore, once again, I have to give him props for winning two ATP finals so far this season. I got to at least point out that I do think Evans is a very unique challenge. And I do think that Greek Spore was fortunate once again to face off against a compromised Fritz. And even though Greek Spore has shown a lot of resolve, dropping the first set to Fritz and still pulling off the win, I do think Evans will be able to prolong some points. And assuming that his body's up for it, I have more faith in Evans to win out on those long points than I do for Greek Spore. Should be a fun matchup, but the fact that Evans has won both matchups relatively convincingly tells me that I just think that Evans is a bad matchup for Greek Spore and that I think Evans will outlast him over the course of these two or maybe three sets. Now, I do want to point out that I was initially leaning to the over in this matchup. I do want to mention, though, that the final, if you want to go by historical context, the final has ended in straight sets in four of the last five years, so or four of the last five events. So once again, when you're looking at historical context here, the under in sets might be worth the look, but I do think, once again, these players do match up relatively evenly, but I think Evans has the slight edge based on current form and based on just play style and how it's worked out when they face off against each other in the past. So for me... I think I'm going to lean to the over in games, even though, once again, that kind of goes against the historical trend. Not really, because there have been a couple of long sets in there, so this could go over at 22.5 anyway. But I think Evans will outlast them, and I do think that Evans will be able to win this title. But that's going to wrap it up for my actual preview for this match. Now it's time for the lock and dog picks, but before we get into any of that, i got to have a quick word from our sponsor. We're brought to you by the SportsCam Podcast Patreon. SportsCam Podcast Patreon is the perfect place for the diehard DGEN. Sign up for the Patreon to get exclusive access to contests, including the NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 first place prize, plus a monthly SGP stories podcast, an ad-free, uncensored show highlighting the best stories from decades of being degenerate gamblers. There is even a Discord channel just for patrons. The SportsCam Podcast has... And always will 
give out the, all their picks for free. The Patreon is a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. Sportscampodcast.com slash Patreon. Sportscampodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. The NFL season's right around the corner, and Underdog Pick'em is a great way to get down your favorite player props, and it's available in a ton of markets. Plus, plenty of opportunities to win in their daily MLB contests, and of course, make sure to enter Best Ball Mania 4, where first place gets $3 million in cash. Head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tennis Gambling Podcast. Just finished previewing the final in D.C. between Greek Sport and Evans. Now it's time for the lock and dog picks for the match. Starting off with the lock for the show, I'm going to go with something that's pretty unique, but we've done it before. It's going to be the score four games into the match. We're going to take 2-2. So in other words, both players to be tied at two games apiece, four games into the first set at minus 145 on DraftKings. Coverings why we're going to take it. First reason, I do expect both players to take a couple of games to adjust to each other's, I'd say, overall skill set. Dimitrov, I do think, plays a very unique style that's similar to Evans, and I do think that Greek Sport plays a somewhat similar but slightly different style, and Evans might take some time getting accustomed to it, not to mention maybe a bit of a knee issue early on. As for Greek Sport dealing with Evans, Evans is a completely different player than Fritz, and I think that you're going to end up seeing Greek Sport make a transition at some point but maybe a bit of a slow one. In the head-to-head matchups, even though Evans has won comfortably all four sets, this did cash. In both of them, you had no breaks in the first four games in both those matches. These, this prop is also 2-1 and one in Evans' last three matches here. But I think you're going to end up seeing a bit of a really, really tight first couple of games between two players that should end up slugging it out to the end. But I do think that a minus 145, getting two players on the men's side to hold serve on hard court is a pretty generous deal. I say men's side because we know women's tennis can be a break fest at times, but Evan served well in the semifinal yesterday. Greek sports served pretty well as well. I think you might see some holds early on. So give me the 2-2 scoreline, four games into the first set of minus 145 as my lock. And for my dog, I am going to go with Evans to win the match. However, I am going to go with something a little bit riskier for a nice plus price. I am going to go with Evans to win the first set and win the match at plus 172. And there's a couple reasons why I'm going to take that. That is available on FanDuel, by the way. First things first, I do think, once again, Evans is my pick to win it. However, I have to at least acknowledge the knee issue. And I do think if this does turn into a marathon, that's going to benefit Greek Spore over the course of this match because of the Evans injury. Now he played through it. We'll see how he looks tomorrow. But I do think playing a lot of extra games in tennis, assuming it goes to a third set, is going to make life very difficult for Evans. And I do think because of that, I'm not sure if Evans is physically capable of losing the first set and then winning the next two with his current knee injury. So because of that, it is kind of a riskier play. But I do think if Evans is going to win this match, he's going to win the first set. So for me, if you want to take plus 115 or plus 125 instead, you can. But I do think that Evans' best chance to win this match involves winning the first set. And if you want to give me an extra 50 cents, basically, in order to add the stipulation, I'm going to do it. So once again, the lock for the show is going to be the first set, first four games tied at 2-2 at minus 145 on DraftKings, and the dog will be Evans to win the first set and win the match at plus 172 on FanDuel. Once again, Evans could 
win the first set, then maybe punt the second set to get some treatment, and then maybe he'll win the third. But I really don't see him losing the first set and winning. So because of that, I am going to take a riskier approach to Evans, who I still think is the better player in this matchup. But that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Once again, we'll be back at uh, some point next week to go through Toronto. Should be fun. I am curious how many episodes I'm actually going to do for next week. I'm not sure if I'm going to end up doing the an episode every round. I might because it is a Masters 1000 event. So it is a pretty fun little pre-US Open period because you have back-to-back Masters 1000 events in Toronto and then in Cincinnati. So we're probably going to have a lot of content for the next couple of weeks it's going to be a lot of matches crammed into a short period of time because the t- Toronto tournament is going to be taking place over the span of about six days and you have 56 people. So it's going to be a lot of tennis being played. So we're probably going to have an episode for every round. So just keep an eye out for that. Assuming the matches don't end too late, obviously. And then we're probably going to do the same thing the week after in Cincinnati. But either way, the point is should be a pretty fun episode going through Toronto until then, find me on Twitter, Rice Show Radio. Find me on a bunch of other podcasts here. Find me on the NBA Gambling Podcast, the NFL Gambling Podcast, WNBA Gambling Podcast, obviously the Tennis Podcast, and we'll be podcast to get the point. Until next time, good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone.